welcome to Swapping Joysticks. And this is a very special TwitchCon debrief. It is 20th of July, 2022. We are uh, streaming a day early. But if you're listening to this on podcast uh, players or whatever you're doing, then you'll find that, you know, this, you can just listen to this whenever. Uh, but I am one of your two hosts, Ben Ostwick, a.k.a. Biggest Benus. And I am joined, as always, by... He's in his thirst shirt. It's Ed Nightingale. Good evening. It is far too hot. <laughs> That's why I'm in this sleeveless thing. It's wow. Just, it is too hot. It's like, just too hot. It's a sleeveless thing, but it's not a vest. It's very 90s. I like it. Are you going to start singing blue? All rise. And... <laughs> no, no, blue. No, those aliens weren't in sleeveless, were they? Wow. But yeah, I'm wearing it's just too hot. I'm wearing my uh, gift from TwitchCon because, well, pretty this much everything. off. Yeah, look at this. This is my free merch that I got. Uh, it says Twitch Partner on it. I was too embarrassed to actually wear it in public. <laughs> so I thought I'd just wear it on here, like you know, um, but also because it's quite thin and a lot of my other thin clothes are currently dirty. When you say mm. thin, do you mean bad quality? No, Cheap. it's like an it's like, um, eSports blanket. It's like a football shirt. You wouldn't know what they feel like. Oh, <laughs> why would I know what that's like? Wait, you're trying to tell me you never, as a kid, walked around in, like, I don't know, Crawley United football shirt or whatever your local uh, team was? Crawley? I don't know. Where's Crawley? I don't even know where Crawley is. Where the hell is. do you think I lived? <laughs> I don't know. Brentford? Is that a thing? I do I do actually have a picture of me in a football kit, which I may have worn mm. once to Saturday football and then realised, I'm oh. shit at football, so let's not do that. Okay, it wasn't recent then. If it was recent, I mean, that could... You know, be even thirstier than that uh, sleeveless top you're wearing. Look, it's hot. The fan is going. It's this is the most that I could possibly wear right now. Oh my god, it's so hot. I'm. I don't think we would have done the podcast this week if it had been the same temperature as it was yesterday. Yeah, it's slightly, slightly cooler um, today. Well, no, actually, it is quite a bit cooler, but it's still ridiculously hot. I've still got a fan on me. It's it's saying twenty one degrees, and yesterday it was what like practically forty. Yeah, I think where we are, it went up to thirty nine. Um, for quite it was it was weird because I was looking at just checking my watch all the time, being like, what is it? What is it? It went like up to thirty nine, then it went down to thirty seven, and then it went back to thirty nine. I was like, Jesus Christ, we have I been promised. It still, it still feels really hot, even though it's cooler today. It still feels hot. Mm. And then I went out, and just the wind literally felt like the Sahara was just. Blowing on me. When did you uh, go out? Because yeah, I went. Um, I went out this afternoon, and it was actually a really cool breeze. It was nice. But yes, it's oh. twenty five here now. Um, but it's uh, we've been promised rain. I was promised thunderstorms, and I've been. And now it's saying there's a thirty percent chance of rain at ten o'clock tonight, and that's it. Nothing else. So I mean, you you, you talk about first shirt. Uh, my my mum was saying, yeah, we need oh. rain because we need Ed's annual um, wet T-shirt photo. And then proceeded to resend in our family chat group a series of pictures from me from the last three or four years when it's been really hot and then it's rained and I've just run out and got wet. <laughs> well, will you be posting those in the Selfish channel for uh, results to see? I, mean, I, I could do. Come yeah, on. go on. Give, give people what they want. Get out, get the guns out. Sure. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, bless Okay. There's a chicken one, maybe. <laughs> Little spaghetti twink, Ed Nightingale. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, so this is a special podcast. It's it will be the same as the old as like the normal one, but we are. I mean, this is swapping joysticks. This is an LGBTQIA plus uh, gaming podcast uh, with a heavy focus as well on streaming and especially this one because we've got a very husky voice. I've just noticed uh, we are fresh out of TwitchCon and Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Amsterdam. No, I'm never going to never going to do that again. I'm so, I apologize. Um, but yeah, and also, yeah, we can't do tomorrow for reasons. But um, yeah, we're going to be doing it today. And I think everybody is, uh, well, recovering from a weekend of uh, debauchery. If, and If they're even back from Amsterdam, because the travel oh. situation is still ongoing. There are still people who aren't even back yet. It's It's wild what is going on in that airport, that train station. Yeah. Can you get the ferry? You can get, no, is there a ferry from Amsterdam to the UK? Because I feel like that was the, that, that was the wise thing to do. Maybe. Yeah. I think we've still got a couple of uh, people in the community that are still on their way back. I know that um, Geeky Cassie is currently on a train coming yep. back. And this is um, Wednesday and the con finished on Sunday. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, so uh, I mean, we... I wouldn't necessarily be mad at like an extra day in Amsterdam because I do love that city. Yeah, but we we why. did have a planned extra day on Monday, uh, where we went round and saw lots of the city and had Stroopwafels. Oh, and had a lovely boat tour in a greenhouse. Yeah, so um, should, should we go through what we've uh, what we've done this weekend? Sure. In chronological order. Yeah, chronological. right. Okay. So we left your house. At... So we woke up at five in the morning. We did wake up at quarter to <laughs> five in the morning. And I, weirdly, I didn't hate it. Because I woke up at quarter to five. Really? And was like, well, I woke up at quarter to five. I was like, I'm now going to Amsterdam. So I was See, excited. I woke up in a fluster of what's the time? <laughs> Have we missed the alarm? No, we're good. Yeah. Now give me coffee. Yes, you had coffee. And then proceeded for the entire journey to be like, where can we get breakfast? Where can we get breakfast? Luckily, we uh, we got a nice breakfast in uh, St. Pancras. After our it first is. train was cancelled. Oh, my God. Travelling has yeah, that been was a panic. an absolute nightmare. Yeah, we went to Croydon. They're like, oh, yeah, no, we've cancelled this train just because, you know, there aren't enough staff. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. Uh, luckily, they were for the second train. And it wasn't too bad. Got there and, yeah, went to a really, really nice French bakery in uh, St. Pancras. Called Paul's. Paul's. All right, Paul. Oh, is it? Paul. Paul. Yeah. Really and nice. Paul's for if a anybody, and a coffee. If anybody is, oof, if anybody is going to uh, uh, St. Pancras anytime soon, and you want a good croissant, you, you hit us up. Oh my God. That almond croissant was quite possibly the best thing I ate all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was stuffed with almond juice. <laughs> oh, I love almond juice. Mm. A poor baguette in France literally changed my life, says Liz. Liz knows about it. Liz knows about it. Uh, oh, is that a cough? Um, it's, a, it's a dry throat from talking, don't worry. Okay. Yeah, St. Pancras. Pancras, not Pancreas. <laughs> Which I used to always call it. Yeah. Um, so we went, yeah, we went all the way then to St. Pancras and through security. And would you like to have a little word about the French uh, security guard? <sighs> ben. There are no words to describe the French security guard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, he wasn't Apart even... Apart from hello. 
Bonjour. But unfortunately, I got ushered. I oh, bonjour, mais oui, monsieur. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, I got ushered to the other aisle, so I didn't get. He did not check my passport. Here's Ed objectifying cops, You're literally yes. thirsting after <laughs> cops. Ed, I'm going to cancel you now. <laughs> yes, uh, he was. He was a very attractive, blue-eyed French monsieur with some tattoos and um, and a very serious look in his eyes. He was judging people's pictures. And he could judge me all he likes. Yeah, I mean, not my type, but I made an exception. I would have made an exception. <laughs> uh, we went, yeah, then we got through. Got, and then the first person we saw, very, very, very briefly, uh, just waving as we walked past, uh, was Mike Baz. Indeed. So uh, it was lovely to see Mike there. And then we were straight on the train. And oh my God, air conditioned Eurostar trains with leg room ish kind of. They're the best. Well, they were very comfy. <laughs> there was no, no legroom. The person um, before, the person in front of us, we were sat like a, we sat like a table seat, but the table was about as thin as a computer keyboard. It was mm. very strange. Yeah, so we did that, and then um, yeah, I had to sit opposite uh, a couple of girls who kept moving, which was very annoying. Like every time you, they move, like because your legs are pretty much inter, you know, interlocked with theirs where they're sitting. Like every time they move you get kicked or you have to move as well. Very annoying. Indeed. And then we were in the car next to the, uh, uh, next to the, to the, was it the restaurant. Oh my the God. Yes. And obviously there were some Brits there, probably on a stag do or something who decided to spend the entire journey instead of in their seats in the cafe area, drinking, screaming, laughing really loudly. Oh my God. That guy's annoying. laugh. That man's laugh. Right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> it literally laughed like that. I was sat trying to enjoy triangle strategy, and I could still no, hear them laughing. Oh, you did. Yeah, that's what it's called. I did enjoy it. No, that, no, I'm I trying could to think. still hear them laughing over my earphones. Oh. It was literally just like ha 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 ha. It's like Basil Brush, um, but yeah, and he was there, and it was like from eight thirty in the morning as well. They were drinking just constantly. Yeah, Brits abroad, standard. Yeah. Typical, yeah, it was embarrassing. Um, but yeah, what happened to the poor girl opposite us? Well, she was heading to Brussels. And about 20 minutes after we passed Brussels, she asked Ben, oh, when do we get to Brussels? No, no, babe. Brussels Brussels was back that way. Yeah, because she was like, it. she was like, are we in Belgium? I'm like, yep. And she's like, well, yeah, when's Brussels? I was like, it's the next stop. So it was the last stop. And she was like, oh, we're coming up to it. I was like, no, it was the last stop. I didn't say it to her face, but I was really tempted to be like, you literally got out of your chair to let the other girl out at Brussels. And then you sat back down and, yeah, carried on. So, <laughs> I mean, Do you not get on a train and think, right, there's only three stops. There's Brussels, Rotterdam and Amsterdam. Mm. And I know it's got to be the first one. So if the train stops moving, maybe I'll think about getting off it. Well, the thing is, the train back had an extra stop in Lille, and I wonder if she takes it quite regularly, and then maybe there's, that stop in Lille is more common, and so it's like the second stop. That's that's what I'm thinking. But anyway, she had a very long Death. journey. Because she told us she was going to... Um, oh, where's the other place? Antwerp. Is it Antwerp? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. we literally... And she realised that she needed to go back to Brussels when she when the train was driving through Antwerp, uh, which was like, yeah, she's like, I just want to get off here. 
Nope, had to go all the way to Rotterdam, then all the way back to Brussels, and then a train to Antwerp. <laughs> Indeed. <sighs> but we made it to Amsterdam, and then we had a lovely lunch with uh, one of my old friends from London. Oh, a lovely uh, guy. Who now, live, who now lives in Amsterdam mm. uh, as a drag artist over there. Uh, and we had a very nice lunch, which was good, and, and he helped us to buy some metro tickets. <laughs> so apparently in, um, in the Netherlands, they have open sandwiches. Yes. Which are sandwiches, but with one piece of bread. Just a bottom, not a top. Yeah. It doesn't work. Why? Where are you going with this? Always need it. No, <laughs> you're the one that went there. <laughs> you're the one that went there. I just, he's like, so is technically, is beans on toast Dutch? No. Are you? No. A, yeah. What about cheese, you know, cheese open, and toast? Sandwiches are pretty normal across Northern Europe. You realise that, right? Really? But how do you hold it and eat it if it's open? You don't. You eat it with a knife and fork. That's just confusing. That's not a sandwich it's not, then. It's not, you know, it's not really a sandwich. That's like a bad pizza. It's like a cold, weird pizza. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. Just hold it like that. Like a taco. <laughs> a bread taco. <laughs> that is what Dutch pizzas are like. <laughs> ah, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Brenda in the chat, very offended. She's like, are you offended at open sandwiches? <laughs> oh, wow. Just shove it in your mouth. Yeah. Well, and I did, and it was actually delicious. And it was the world's, to be honest, it made up for it. It could have been a normal sandwich, but they just made the bread like twice as thick. <laughs> it was the world's thickest slice of bread. I mean, to be fair, it was literally that thick. Yeah. <laughs> just like, cut that in half. It was like on a mattress. It was great. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And it was very, very bougie, that place. Anyway, let's get to the con. So we we went down and checked in our into our hotel. Which was a disabled room, which for some reason, <laughs> yeah. which meant that we had the world's biggest shower, um, which was amazing. I'm trying to think, I like, I booked, I booked it and I'm pretty sure I didn't say that either of us were disabled. But anyway, yeah, they gave us a really, really, really nice room. Yeah. Randomly. You could fit um, at least 16 people in that shower, apparently. Apparently. Hypothetically. Uh, who said that? Me. Could be oh. 16 people in there, hypothetically. Did you, did you count the spaces? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Four, sure. four by four. Give me maths. Good. Um, yeah. Anyway, then we went and collected our passes for the con and met lots of vulnerable people who were sat outside getting sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all sat on some steps. And I was like, oh, again, yeah, we went to them. So lots of people from the community were there and I loved it when I went up there. And I was like, okay, so what, do you, what are we doing up here? They're like, oh, I don't know. How long have you been here? Oh, a few hours. <laughs> Luckily, we did get a nice picture of everyone in height order, though, so that will be that will be shared. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Yes. Where? Who took that photo? Because that's one of it's the ones on, I. It's on. It's on my phone. Don't worry. Ah, uh, yes. I don't have that one. Since eleven thirty a.m. says Cat, they were all sat there doing nothing, and we got there at what four o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the queues were were huge to get passes because they were really pushing for everyone to get their passes early. Um, and I think there was a problem with the QR code. So 
um they couldn't they couldn't read the qr codes properly so there was a, a really long backlog uh, by the time we got there it was um it was super quick yeah no it was it was literally i think you beat me but it was like, there were no queue there was maybe five people in front of me in the partner line and then i'm guessing you just went straight to the front indeed um yeah so got our passes and then got to meet the one the only money does stuff as well as a bunch of other folks as well, but like, oh, it's, it's so good to see. I mean, I, I could go and find the photo as well and name everybody that I've been speaking to and stuff for like, you know, the last years and years. And then we finally get to meet them in person. It was, it was incredible. It's like, oh my God, you actually exist mm. and you've got legs. Legs. And you yeah. can just like hug everyone. It was the best feeling. Yeah. It was the best. Yes. And now we can't have any hugs. Well, just, you know, just the people that live nearby. It's, uh, yeah. But what about you, what, Ed? What was, oh, That was the high order picture. Okay, so this is the one that... I don't think you're going to, it's probably not going to focus. Um, no, not really. But who was there? Can we get some um, Oh my God, loads of people. Uh, there was Mike, there was Moni, Ismar, me, uh, Jake Chu, um, Ninja Koala, Wibble, um... Halunky's friend, who I've totally forgotten the name of. Halunky's <laughs> friend, that, that's all he's known. Halunky's friend, uh, Cheesy, Halunky, and you. Mm. Yes. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, we waited for Cap to go before we uh, took that picture. And um, no, money was not the shortest. Um, but yeah, so okay. Ron, Ronin. 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 Yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, and then we went back to a hotel. We had some drinks um and chilled out and then you went off to the partner party i did yeah I and who to... did you see there i went to the partner party which was uh, this really beautiful area behind the con it was it looked like some kind of hunter's lodge like it was all wooden and like with big glass windows um and also with like a beach so it was like a hunter's lodge next to the beach because they had a whole sandy area which was not ideal in trainers um, so I quickly scooted over those, over that and uh, through. But yeah, there was an open bar, which, so I was planning to go for like the last hour just to see some people. And then someone messaged me like, oh, it's really good. And there's an open bar. So I went there within like 15 minutes of that message. Got there, got to see some great people. I got to see Josephia, uh, who I have spoken to for a while and got to see them. Uh, Sealburn, I met Sealburn on the way in. So we, uh, you know, because you don't want to go in alone. You don't want to. I don't look like a total loser. Like, oh, I mean, I am. I stream on Twitch, but no, I didn't want to be. Uh, I didn't want to appear as you know uncool as going in on to one of these on my own. So yeah, we went there and um, yeah, saw some wonderful people. Got to see um, Evo, uh, Cipher of Tear, Radders. It was a real pleasure um, meeting Radders after you know watching her and seeing well reading your interview with her. Um, well, do you want to explain to everybody who Radders is? Um, Raddles, uh, Raddles, Radders <laughs> um, is, uh, why are you asking me to explain? Because you've um, interviewed her. She's a, a really wonderful disabled streamer on Twitch. Mm. And uh, as featured and in... And where does she live, Ben? <laughs> are you gonna... <laughs> oh, you want me to bring out the embarrassing story? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I was talking to, yeah, talking to Radders <laughs> and also talking to Radders' partner. Um, I'm not sure if husband or not, sorry, I didn't check um i think they did say but my memory's terrible uh and i noticed he had a bit of an accent but i didn't think anything to it 
And I didn't say anything, well, I didn't say anything offensive, but I went to him uh, and I was like, oh, have you ever been to the, you know, have you ever been to Amsterdam before? And he was like, yeah, I'm Dutch. <laughs> so I was like, oh God. So it just shows how uh, little I know. Yeah. Like I know Radis not really, but I haven't, I don't really know that much about Radis. So uh, yeah, I just know Radis from your is, article. Is, uh, is British, but she lives in the Netherlands. So, you know, it's, it's a little it's nearby internet. for her. Oh, you know, I went, it got even worse. I was like, oh. And uh, then I said, because Radders was there as well, she saw the whole embarrassing exchange. And I was like, oh, and do you live here or in the UK? She's like, oh, I live here. I said, okay. I didn't know that. And I, yeah, feel like Excellent. a bit of a bit of a fool. Uh, I also got to meet, there are many amazing people I meet, but one person who really stood out has just been 100% delightful and an amazing human being, uh, Cafe Ella don't because she's one of the few people i didn't get to see if you are not following and supporting cafe ella i don't know what to say just an amazing amazing human being and just as i mean she's incredibly sweet and lovely on her stream she's like that and even more um in person as well really really easy to talk to just a wonderful person i love ella yeah so and yeah, you saw that was, Mia Bite as well? I did, I saw Mia. I also saw um, Fulham, who is the streamer that joined us, or joined me uh, for Mindraft, the first one, with CPK and um, Sips, when we came second in the UK for Twitch Rivals. And he was there because he was the following day, he was going to be participating with CPK in the like in-person uh Twitch Rivals event, and uh, apparently they came second, which was awesome. And they qualified for the final, but I'm not sure exactly where they came then. But which that was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, that was the partner party. There were definitely other people like Eight Bit Dylan and stuff that I can't uh, remember, and I'm going to be like, oh my god, of course that person was there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was really, really, it was beautiful. The food was nice. I'm not going to say delicious. It was nice. Uh, they had some swordfish, and then they had some Twitch desserts. And I had this beautiful chocolate mousse, which I spilt down my shirt and onto my conference pass. So my conference pass has this nice little kind of greasy stain on it. <laughs> but when I spilt wow. chocolate mousse at the partner party down it. <laughs> wow. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, a load of us non-partners went out for some food, uh, which is very nice. And then we went to a bar and had some drinks and just we all got to hang out together and it was great fun. And then you dragged all of those partners to where we were. Yeah, I was like, uh, we're, drinking. yeah, because nobody else really had anywhere to go. And I was like, well, I'm going to go and see a lot of people I know in a random gay bar. And they were all like, well, we want to come. <laughs> so a bunch of us went there and yeah, threw some shapes. Is that what uh, people say nowadays? No, no, <laughs> but it was awesome. So that was Friday, mm -hmm. and then Saturday was day one of TwitchCon. <gasps> it officially opened. Then. Also, I, I'm kind of gutted because apparently there was a um, the loot cave had like a special partner opening thing on Friday, so partners could go in and buy their stuff before uh, you know the general public went in. And uh, yeah, I had no idea. I mean, there was the partner party, there was the partner loot cave thing, there was the partner lounge, there was a partner meet and greet like yeah i didn't get that. did you did you get anything out of these things ben 
Uh, free alcohol. Apart from a free T-shirt. Free T-shirt. Free alcohol. And uh, some cake. Some mousse. Chocolate mousse. Great. Plus for partner, everyone. I mean, the, it's, that cake. It's definitely. You know, if you are a partner, like some of the benefits are definitely things when you go to TwitchCon. Yeah. And nothing for the partner of the partner. That's true. May 9. No plus ones. <laughs> a stain. Exactly. Tall. I wonder if anybody I else. I became uh, Twitch partner and came away with a stain. <laughs> I'm sure a few people uh, in the partner party uh, stained their clothes that night. I bet. Mm. All those, uh, you know, egos. <laughs> Me included. There's a really cool, actually, there's a really cool guy um, who was streaming yesterday, probably still streaming now, called, uh, let me go and bring his name up so I don't uh, butcher it and say the wrong name, Ray Dempto, who is the largest IRL streamer in Amsterdam who goes out and just chats and smokes weed. Um, he introduced himself to me and came up and uh, we chatted. Is that TOS? Yeah, if it's legal where you are. Yeah, I so say just legal where you are. Um, and I had a chat with him. Very, very charismatic guy. He has got this awesome uh, streaming like backpack. I was like, oh, that looks, that's so cool. Having like a streaming backpack and just doing IRL stuff going around. I had a look at how much they cost. Fuck me. Like two and a half thousand, three thousand dollars starting so from. Like a, a computer and a backpack, basically. Kind of, but also built in with like obviously three or 5G and because you'll need a SIM card for it. And but I was like, my, my big PC gaming rig with like a 3080 cost. About less, well, about that. And he's just got all these, all this is doing is a camera and like OBS or whatever. Some of the features and the effects that he has in his stream though are incredible. And I'm going to try and steal them once I work out how he does them. Mm. That's great. But yeah, sorry, how Saturday. Inspiring. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so then we, we went for breakfast with Moni, which is delightful. Wow, you don't sound um, too enthused. <laughs> just delightful. Oh, my favorite, was delightful. My favorite comment was because uh, I was going to go down to breakfast with my I Love BB shirt, and you were like, You are not wearing that. A, it says I Love BB, and B, you just don't wear your own merch. And you said that sat next to Moni, who was wearing a Geek Herring t shirt. <laughs> it was pure comic comedy. You just like looked at her and went, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't think she wore it since wore it after that. No, Moni wore it for the rest of the day. You shamed her. Sorry, Moni. <laughs> um anyway, so we did that and then we went across to the con and watched the opening ceremony. Um, which was we were not in the main theatre for it, but they had it all up on screens. Um, so we watched that. Um there were some new announcements. <clears throat> Have you um, written about them? them? Uh, in the process. Um, so there are some things um, that we already knew about, like the I've totally forgotten what it's called now. Um, but Raid. you can join. No, no, you can join other people's chats, um, and it had a special name. So oh, you can basically join your stream with somebody else's, like co-stream something. Yeah, like a co-streaming invites or something like that. 
I can't remember what it's called, but we knew about it beforehand. Uh, what they did talk about was some changes to raids. So you're now going to be able to customize who can raid you. Um, you can set an upper and a lower limit. You can set um, the, and I went back and I watched this properly today, so now we know the details. Um, so you can do the upper and lower limits. You can set um, whether, like the age of that account. So is that an account that's just been created or you can you set it to, you know, this account must have been created over 30 days ago or something like that. And then you can choose if you want to be raided by followers only, by people that subscribe to you only, people on your on your friends list, um, all those sorts of things. Um, what they're also going to be adding um, is a feature where you can share your your banned account list with other streamers. Um, so whoever you've banned, like if you've banned a lot of bots, you can then share that with other streamers um, and uh, and then go. They, you can then go through and ban those yourself. So some really nice extra safety features, which is really nice. Um, and then they talked about some other bits and pieces. A couple of people were given partner on the stage, which was nice for them. Um, Including one so, that um, a few people here, I think, know. One of the music streamers. Oh, yeah. Mm. I've forgotten their name. <laughs> Yes, but congratulations to them. It's no yes. easy feat becoming a partner at this time. Like post-pandemic, anybody that... I mean, obviously the pandemic made it... Uh, there was like the bubble um, of everybody being home and watching and stuff. So I feel I have like extra respect to anybody that's managing to get partner now and managing to get numbers over 75 yeah. and build on that because it is not easy. There was her and then the other, there was a guy who's, who's done some stuff in esports. I presume because he was wearing an esports t-shirt. Um, well, what? So if I wear an esports, I've got an esports t-shirt. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we we watched that, but we watched that in a really cool room, which was the first room you go in, which was all branded with with Twitch. Um, there was a it was sort of lots of cubes, like coloured cubes everywhere, and in the centre there was a DJ booth. Um, there you go, Katie Flaxy music. Um, there was a DJ booth in the centre where they had. Um, like music. loud techno music for most of the con yes where there were loads of people like dancing oh my god look at me i'm a street dancing it's like no no absolutely not as <laughs> um, <laughs> ed's catchphrase for most of the uh most of the weekend yeah absolutely um, not there was a there's a little museum in the corner um that was that had memorabilia from like famous streams um, which was quite nice. There were some arcade machines yeah. in another corner. One of the memorabilia was Lando Norris's race wheel and it was posted on the Formula One uh, subreddit and people pointed out that there were like a bunch of typos in it. And oh, apparently really? he hated that wheel as well. <laughs> Great. And they said well, someone, that's probably why he gave it to Twitch. Yeah, people joked that he, uh, yeah, that he gave it to them so he didn't have to use it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, Just off, a, that was yeah. The, off that was the Twitch Rivals arena, which we didn't actually go in. No. Um, but they were doing various esportsy things in there. Clearly not of interest to us. Well, I mean, they didn't invite me, so I couldn't. Uh, so take part. spite, you said no. Yeah, no, but you had to be there for the times that it was active and stuff, and it's not something that you can just wander into. So I didn't really yeah. bother with it. Yeah, there was a lot of Minecraft going on there. Oh god. Um, then there was a passageway that took you past the loot cave, where you could basically just buy a load of branded Twitch tat, and um, if that's your thing. And wow. give Twitch even more of, more of your money. Yeah, I love it. Not that yeah. I'm cynical about that whatsoever. But that was also the corridor where there was a nice breeze. So it was very nice to walk through there. Was there? Yeah. I think the air from the giant conference hall or the exhibition hall went into the 
opening area and it kind of got funneled through there. Yeah, if you want to get your Twitch sippy cup or, um, well, what do you mean tat? Money bought fair, you Moni a beautiful did buy me badge. A very nice badge. And yeah. thank you to Money for that badge. It was lovely. And I also stole her carrier bag as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot um, of people were, wear, were buying the Twitch t-shirts, especially the one with the pride uh, thing on it. I saw a couple of t-shirts that people were wearing. One that was the pride one with like the, the colorful Twitch logo. But then I was at the airport. Or, no, it's not at the airport. I was at the train station. And also there was a person on there who had like a really kind of, it was a really, really nice t-shirt with just like a small, very small Twitch logo on the side. I might have a look out for that one because it looked really good. It looked very smart, which is unusual for kind of memorabilia. And then that took you into the exhibition hall, which was the sort of main room, really, um, which was just lots and lots of branded stalls. Um, there was a load of stuff from Amazon because obviously um, here's our latest Amazon Prime show. Nothing to do with Twitch, but sure. Um, there was a big Sega booth, which was sort of limited entry, um, but they had some booths with some new games. Um, I saw Mia did a stream of um, Two Point Campus, Campus uh, which was cool. And they were they were selling cocktails there, which was You nice. say you saw, but you completely missed it. What? Her stream. I saw on Twitter that she was doing it. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> that counts. Yes, that definitely counts. Um, and next to that was, yeah, Team 17's booth. So they had some smaller indie games that you could Ed wasn't allowed play. in there. Shut up. <laughs> it's not true. Um, and then there was uh, there was a Nyx Cosmetics booth. And we don't like that because the security guards were really mean to people. Were they? Um, yeah, the security guards there were basically sort of looking at sort of femme presenting people being like, oh, you need to smile more if you want to be in here. What? Um, yeah, and we're just really awful. Yeah. Um, well, I hope there's some yeah. repercussions for that. Yeah, hopefully. Um, hmm. There are some tweets going around about that. Um, there was there were also some, uh, some was it stream elements? I think they were there. Yes, they were. Dono um, was with them for a bit. Yep. Uh, there was some sort of other esports speed running thing that was going on. Um, there was a meet and greet at the very back um, where you could queue up for however long to see your favorite streamers um, and a food bit. Mm, Evo was there. And some other stuff. Evo, Mia. We know some people that were, oh, def- that were there. Some of our favorite streamers were there, but there were also a load of little Minecraft brats. That, that had, you could queue for three hours yeah. to go and say hello to. That had queues longer than, you know, when everybody was stockpiling toilet roll. They were huge, those queues. And yes. I knew, I recognized a couple of them. The outside food I bit didn't. was quite nice. We had some... Yes. Was that the day we had pasta or was that the second day? It was the day we had pasta. And was that the day that uh, poor Miko spilled all his pasta on the floor? It was. <laughs> I don't think we should talk about that. I was just eating and... Then Miko was standing up and I was like, oh, I s- oh, oh, and just saw lots and lots of pasta on the floor. <laughs> don't, don't call him out. Poor it was guy. funny. We like, a, we, like com- we like some kind of slapstick comedy. Like, Schadenfreude, that's what you're talking about. Dropping your lunch is always funny. You know, didn't you used to laugh at the school canteen when somebody would like trip and the food goes flying? Yeah, when you're like eight. <laughs> Some of us Clearly never grew you up. You did not grow up, grow up of that mindset. No. Um, my name is so from that, my, my then, Twitch name is from Monty Python. I appreciate slapstick humor. 
Next to that then was the, or the exhibition hall was the Artist Alley, where they had lots of artists from Twitch selling their merch, which there was some really nice stuff there. Mm. And the um, Lego thing. Yes, there was a Lego thing. So people could build little blocks of Lego and they were making it into a big Twitch logo. Uh, that was quite cool. Um, what else was there? Then there were various panel rooms and theatres that they had different things showing. Uh, the Glitch Theatre was the main big one. Um, mm. There was another one that we went in a couple of times called Nom Nom. I don't know where they got these names from. Is Nom Nom um, a brand? Because I know twitch.tv slash Nom Nom is a thing. Is it like a sponsored uh, Nom Nom? Let me see. I'm just gonna that's Google. a very good question. Um, I just type Nom Nom in and it's weird things. Mm. Um, I think that was that was most of it, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the Nom Nom yeah. Theatre. But I don't know what that uh, is. Yeah. It didn't do a good so, job of branding if it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, to be fair, the whole thing was very well branded. There were like Twitch emotes everywhere, Twitch branding everywhere. Um, so it definitely felt like a Twitch event. But I feel like Twitch didn't have a lot to do with the actual content of the con as a whole. Um, the con as a whole is for Twitch streamers and their community to meet each other. And that's the prime thing, whether that be at a meet and greet or whether that just be going around doing whatever they're doing. Um, Twitch themselves actually don't have that much involvement, I think, in a lot of the content, um, especially in the panels. They chose the panels, but the panels were all pitched um, by streamers to say, hey, I want to do a, I want to do a panel about this. Um, and then Twitch, uh, Twitch chose which ones they wanted, probably both on follower accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Shall we talk about the panels? Oh, we were in a set, apparently, yeah, nom, nom, so the things and the rooms and stuff were named after Twitch global emotes, there which makes go. sense. Like, because um, the glitch theatre isn't glitch an emote? No. Yes, if you type in glitch, room. there's glitch cat, glitch lit, glitch NRG, all these things. I'm glitch. There, so... Lots of glitch things. Oh, is it glitch? Is the name of the Twitch logo? Is it? Yes, I think their logo is called Glitch. Why? It's a weird thing. It's like a chat thing, but has two lines in it. Is it like an eye? I don't actually. Yeah. Sometimes you look at a logo and go, "Why is it that logo?" I can see like the chat comments. It's like a speech bubble. But why the cat eyes? Who knows? Mm. Okay. Well, it was well branded if you know Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> um apparently we don't no i've only been streaming um, on it for five and a half years but no exactly so what were the panels like for you ben um well shall we talk about the first one that we went to because there were sure. some that were fantastic there was well, a, well, I, mean, especially... I, went, I went to three <laughs> Uh, I went. Yeah, which were good. To be fair, but. events. Well, should we say including events as well, like in shows? Sure. Yeah. Sure. This obviously was the uh, drag showcase. But yeah, the first one we went to was it was called an LGBTQIA plus chit chat. Now, that if you wasn't saw, the first one. wasn't it? What no, was the first, first one? Was the PR one? No, that was a really good one. Yes. Okay. So that let's was. start with a good one. Yes, we went to a PR one, which is all talking to people about how to communicate and uh, contact various publishers and PR agencies when requesting a code. Uh, yeah, this one was mainly just focused on, yeah, when you're asking for a code. 
and how to communicate with them and how to deal with other companies because it is a scary thing for a lot of people to just go and write something out of the blue to somebody and say hey can you give me this there's a lot of anxiety behind that um so yeah the, there was a lot of really good useful advice in that and that was with um our lovely geeky cassie i say our lovely mm-hmm. she has yeah. appeared on our uh, on this podcast um yeah so we had geeky cassie and um there was fern and so no gosh this is i actually have it on you well tell us how it was and i will bring up because i do have all their names well it was it was your pr people that you know um so they were basically people that work with streamers community management people um but yeah it was it was you know some some really helpful advice for people um there was a good crowd of that one cassie was hilarious and sassy as ever Mm -hmm. um which we we all love to see um but yeah that was that was a good panel um, there was another one the following day that we'll we'll talk about in a bit, but um, yeah, that's, there was the creator camp room that had a lot of stuff to actually help you with your stream, but a lot of the other ones were um, Steph. There you go, Steph. Steph that was a way I've got it here. S. Yes, so it was with uh, yeah Fern Steph of Anime, uh, who was streaming earlier. Go give her a follow, uh, and Geeky Cassie. And presented by uh, Jake Kolgowski from uh, Dead Good PR, who I've um, worked with before. They're great. They're really a friendly PR company. So that one was good. But then later in the day, we went to an LGBTQIA2 plus chit chat. And I thought, you know, a nice chit chat. What is it about? It might be something a bit more light, but also, you know, LGBTQIA plus. It's definitely, you know, a... Well, it should be like, you know, inclusive, telling people, what would you imagine that would be talking about experiences as streaming as LGBT plus, plus, you know, get like a range of voices, you know, speaking about kind of hate you might have received, how you've dealt with hate raids, which are happening still. And maybe, you know, your identity on Twitch, you know, speaking to people who have a lot of experience with that, maybe introduce somebody that quite new to it has just recently come out see how their experiences are maybe different to what all you know creators who've been around for a long time on the platform are that's what i was expecting and to add to that this was the only panel with lgbt in the title or any kind of representation in the title of mm. the panel this is the only one hence why a load of us went and we were like great this is the panel for us this is yes. the one that is going to be that we're going to feel included in um, we're going to feel part of this. We're going to feel represented. We're going to be like, yep, totally get why they've done this. And you can probably tell from our tone that it... That was not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, what it actually was, was six little Minecraft brats who had barely come out, probably don't actually stream with the LGBTQIA2 plus tag or any queer tags at all, talking about their experience of playing Minecraft on stream with their cultish little followers screaming and shouting at every single little thing they said. Can we, let, let's do a little practice. Uh, so if I was a Minecraft streamer, which I used to be. Oh my God, been, you just scratched like, your nose. Yeah. Uh, hello, my name is Biggest Benus. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I like guys. <laughs> Although we've got a few more gifts for the, <laughs> for the re- enough gifts for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. It, they would they would literally fart and 
everybody would scream and chant. It was a lot of very, very, very famous um, Minecraft streamers in their community. And a lot of people saw that I think 95% of the people in that theater, which was completely packed, like they had to close the doors the, five minutes the early. Most rammed that that theater was, like yeah. not a seat left. And the Nun Run Theater was like the second biggest after the Glitch Theater. And I, 95% of those people had looked at who was presenting and had gone. Whereas the other 5% had looked at the name of the, uh, of what it was and had gone. So, yeah. Yeah. And so they just barely talked about anything that was relevant. The privilege of, I'm a massive streamer with millions of followers and therefore I'm not affected by anything negative when it comes to my sexuality. I just get cheered. Like just the privilege of that was awful to see mm. um one guy had literally barely come out two months ago so how he was even on the panel when surely that the lineup was decided a while back i don't know and secondly just had nothing of use to say because i just don't feel like his experience was relevant having newly come out and saying no. oh mm. it doesn't it doesn't affect my stream particularly like my parents have been really supportive okay great well done yeah it was six people like that and it was nobody that like has struggled and struggled to grow and had come out at the start you know, and had then, you know, developed. It was just everyone with the same experience. Yeah, everyone's been supportive. Um, and yeah, and then just thousands of people or hundreds of people screaming and there clapping. There was nothing about, nothing about whether it's safe to represent yourself on stream or identify on stream. There was nothing in terms of advice for other people about how to stay safe or no criticism of twitch's support no nothing about abuse or harassment or hate raids anything that would have been completely relevant to the rest of the lgbt community on twitch um we got to the questions and the very first question was who did you all marry on stardew valley which is a really really thrilling question to ask them <laughs> but the second, the second one wasn't much but how the many people question was, oh wait wait how many people last answered that first question Oh, all six of them answered that question. Now, only uh, not, I think two of them hadn't played it, but they still answered the question because they were willing to give their opinion on Stardew Valley despite not playing it. Um, the second question was then about hate raids and saying, you know, what's your experience of that been and, and, and how can we help to stop that? Only two of them bothered to answer that question, which both of their responses were essentially, yay, mods. Yeah, literally both of those that answered and it was only two of them that answered, yeah. Um, because none of them have had experience of that, of hate raids. So they've no idea what it is. They only came out, you know, a couple of months ago. I don't know about their content, whether they, you know, mention it or it's part of their identity on, on Twitch. But they don't receive hate raids for it. Um, so yeah, only two of them answered it. And literally both of them said, can we get a round of applause for the mods? And their willing fans obliged as they are wont to do because they were mindless maybe i'm sure they were lovely yeah um the next question was then what's the difference between twitch and youtube i'm sorry you're at twitchcon you don't already understand that you little twat what the fuck uh, mm. yeah it's it was infuriating seeing that and then there was another yeah. question that was I, nothing to do with it it was yeah. i mean if they'd marketed it differently and there had been a panel on people receiving you know people from a 
minority community, no matter what it is. But there just wasn't. This should have been marketed as like um, an LGBT chit chat with your favorite Minecrafters or a Minecraft LGBT chit chat. It was titled wrong. Had yeah. it had Minecraft in there and and been less obviously focused on LGBT, that would have been fine. But then they still would have needed another proper LGBT panel. Like there are so many queer streamers on Twitch and so many interesting and insightful people that could give some amazing advice to people yeah. on how to be safe and how to best represent yourself on Twitch. And there was nothing of that. I could name 30 people who would have been great on a panel like that. And I know anyone in this chat, yeah. barely anyone. <laughs> All of us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did a little rant on Twitter. I don't know if I did. No, I think I kept it on Twitter, but um, yeah, I had a little rant on there. And we spoke to somebody who works for Twitch as well. And they had heard that feedback. And I said, but like, this, I will this... make it my, it will be, there will be a better panel next year. And if there isn't, I will make sure that I kick up a fuss and hopefully there will be. But I mean, obviously I sound like I'm really, you know, full of myself here, but no, I'm going to make sure I will kick up a fuss and hopefully they'll listen and try and get other, and get other people on board so that this does happen because it's a really, really important thing. There's so many of these creator camps and various panels that give great advice about, you know, speaking to publishers or how to improve your stream or growing your community. Why isn't there one on tackling hate raids or as expressing yourself, expressing your identity, these type of things? Why isn't there one of those? That's Not on a single panel Twitch? was about safety. And I just feel like that is one of the most important topics on Twitch is it's full of people putting themselves out there online how do you stay safe whoever you might be you're going to get trolls like harassment abuse and nobody wants that but no matter who you are you're going to get that so that is one of the most important things that should have been addressed in a panel and there was not one single panel about it and this is where i get frustrated that twitch isn't as involved in twitchcon as it should be because had twitch set up their own panel with people from twitch who organize the safety and all those features and say, right, if you want to be safe on Twitch, these are all the, the, the features and tools that we've put in place already. Here's some stuff that we're looking to sort out. Um, ask us anything. And the thing is that they probably don't want people asking them anything. And I also appreciate there's a slight element of they can't talk too much about safety in public in terms of new features because then people will find a way to get around it. And I sort of understand that. But that really, really needed to be addressed somewhere in this convention yeah and that's when i get frustrated that twitch wasn't involved twitch wasn't represented aside from the opening um opening address and then here's twitch branding across everything but other than that twitchcon is for and by streamers it is not by twitch and that's what i found most disappointing about the entire weekend yeah but I, I, will, I will also add as well that there was the drag panel on sunday um, which I guess people would assume with it being drag, not all drag queens are queer, but you would assume that, um, you know, with that being about drag, that would have been, again, a more LGBT focused panel, which it was, but it was also on at the same time as the closing ceremony, which was quite frankly homophobic. Yeah. Insulting. <laughs> yeah. And Obviously, Twitch. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Twitch has the final say on which panels are accepted and which aren't. And I'm sure there might have been 
well, if there weren't, I'd have been concerned if there weren't any, there weren't any panels like, you know, focus on safety submitted. I mean, that may have happened, but also if surely as Twitch, as somebody that's organized this and has put in hundreds, if not thousands, well, thousands of hours of, you know, human work in preparing for this, surely they could have just had somebody go, let's check that we've got panels on these things so that, you know, there are places where that we can cover it. So they should have like reached out. What but that are also... the key topics that the community has issues with? What are the key things that are trending? Let's make sure that we cover all of those things to make sure that our streamers actually feel heard. Mm. But what they actually did was just highlight the small percentage of streamers with huge communities that yes, amounts for a lot of people and a lot of ticket prices because they want to go in and queue up for three hours to meet their favorite streamer, um, be that some Minecraft person or Pokemane who was there or whoever else, and they want to pay to go and see that. But then if you think about all the other streamers out there, all the affiliates, all the non-affiliates who are out there who are still streamers and want to go out, want to go to TwitchCon, a lot of which maybe have, you know, less than 20, say, viewers. But that accounts for a huge proportion of people on Twitch. They are just as important as the 1% with massive followings. But everything was geared towards, let's go watch these massive streamers play Minecraft in Twitch Rivals mm. and people can queue up for that. And let's ignore all these other people who are struggling and want to be heard, who want to be discovered on Twitch, who want to earn the right amount of money from Twitch, who want to feel represented through Twitch. Is there anything for them? No. Yeah, you can't imagine so them the putting... the more I talk about this, the more no. angry I'm getting. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine them... Yeah, I, I can't see them putting the um, Minecraft panel on at the same time as the closing ceremony. Yeah, they would never do that. No, I mean, the drag panel was on the front page of Twitch and it had a thousand viewers. Which for the front page is very, very, very low. Like, it was just... Disappointing, but yeah. it, you know I what mean, as, it means. As Molly said, what it probably really showed us is that we're a piece of dirt on a massive window, and our Twitch experience is basically not at all what all around Twitch is about. And I completely agree with you, Moni, But I think that's why, you know, th there's that graph that sort of is flat and then suddenly goes up. Like the big streamers have that huge audience, and that accounts for a massive proportion of Twitch. But there's still a lot of us all in our probably our own little bubbles. We still exist. We still count. We still have opinions. Like, represent us. Give us something. Don't just expect our ticket price. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that a lot of us will make sure that there is one next year. And if we, if it's rejected or anything like that, there'll be a fuss. Indeed. But, I, you know, they've heard, they have heard about that panel, whether they'll act on it by making sure the panel next time, there is a panel next time and it's different, or whether they just say, no, we'll just make sure we name them better remains to be seen but we've spoken to quite a few people at twitch this weekend and i think a lot of people did and there are some very well there are lots of really great people there who do want this change and do want to make it a better more inclusive space um and those are hopefully those people are hopefully going to get their way and yeah. uh once you make contacts and you get to chat to them you you want to you know you can see that they want to help people like like us yeah well adam as well we went to another panel that was um also about contacting prs that was by holly bennett and she is community manager at um frontier 
Um, she used to work at CD Projekt Red. She also used to be on PlayStation Access. So she was basically a video journalist and now um, works in the sort of PR side of things. Um, and she did a really, really good chat, uh, chat um, presentation. Presentation, yeah. Um, on, on contacting PRs, how to get codes, how to get sponsorships. Um, just a really, really comprehensive sort of mm. set of instructions, basically, um, which was which was brilliant. Um, so it was gripping. Was, <laughs> like there was, you could have heard a yeah. pin drop the entire time, like that she Everyone was presenting. Sat there making notes, like, yeah. yeah, this is everything I need. Yeah, um, I don't know if that was filmed or streamed anywhere, but if it is, then then go find it or don't just think go they follow are. her because she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, as I mentioned, there was the drag panel on the Sunday um, Sunday evening, which was brilliant. It was Dona, Aubrey Wodonga. Cookie Dough, Marshmallow, and then Evo as host, who talked about their experience as drag queens um, on Twitch. Um, we know them all. We love them all. They're amazing. Um, Everyone in the audience loved really them lovely. as well. It was that was like a little community meetup, to be honest. It felt like yep. not little, but like you know, it felt like everybody in the in the theater there was just you know having a great yep. time. I mean, as part just of the community, really, really supportive. Which is what you want from that kind of inclusive space. Yes, but it would have been nice for it not to be at the closing ceremony and have people go who are going like, "Oh, what we're we going to do for an hour? Oh, there's a drag panel. That'd be interesting. Should we go see it?" And have people open their eyes to, you know, drag on Twitch rather than the people there. I imagine the majority were there specifically because they're like, "Oh, we, you know, we love drag queens on Twitch. Oh, we love this." They're not going out. Of, they're not necessarily going there just to see what it's like out of curiosity because the closing ceremony is on and people want to see that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But on the Saturday night, with oh, yeah. nothing else at the same time, so yeah, that was Sunday. This is glitch, back. In the main glitch theatre, the big end to Saturday was the drag showcase, which was amazing. <laughs> was it over 60,000 people were watching between who was, on, who was in the theatre and who was watching it streamed online. Um, it was those performers I met as well as um, some others um, whose names I've totally forgotten. Um, there was uh, Hungry, who's amazing, who does makeup for wow. Bjork, which I did not know when I saw her earlier in the day. Yeah, we literally I saw definitely her. Definitely would have fanboyed them. <laughs> yeah, we literally. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, this was present. Yeah, this was presented by Dona and Nikki Stones, and I like one yep. of the people that have. There's many, but one of the people who've really shone this uh, TwitchCon is Dona. Like yes, I have absolutely. never seen somebody's just so natural with a with a microphone. They are just incredible. Um, like hire them, just hire them for presenting things. Yeah. It is unbelievable just how talented they were, and just I was cracking. Like, the dry humor, I was, my sides were cracking from laughing. It was it was hilarious. And if you haven't seen it, go and watch the vod on uh, Twitch. It is like an eight-hour VOD, so you have to kind of scroll to find it. Yeah, what they've done is basically one VOD of the entire day of the Glitch Theatre. So you, from the opening ceremony, just everything in the Glitch Theatre throughout the day. Um, and yeah, the drag mm. showcase is at the very end. So you've got to scroll to, to the end of eight hours. Um, but uh, it but it was it was brilliant. Um, Heather Fetish was the other one mm-hmm. um, who was also there. PH. Um, just, yeah, Heather Fetish with a PH. Um, they were all brilliant. And what's amazing is that some of them were queens who weren't on Twitch before the pandemic, but were performing mm-hmm. in, in clubs and bars and are known as performers. Um, 
But, you know, because of the pandemic, they ended up moving to Twitch and doing gaming streams and also performance streams as a way of sort of maintaining their drag. And then you've got other queens who started through game streaming and have never performed on stage before. And this was their first time in front of 60,000 people. Um, and they all just, they all did so well. Yes. And the audience were incredibly supportive. Everyone was cheering, having an amazing time. But also a lot of the people in that audience had never seen a drag show before. So that was their introduction yeah. to a drag show. And apparently a lot of people... that they got that at TwitchCon. Apparently a fair few people show. went to the drag panel as well after seeing the drag show. Uh, we heard from like the questions that were asked there and people uh, commenting were saying like, yeah, yesterday was the first day that I saw a drag show and I had to come to this panel. It was... So that was amazing. Yeah. I think, I think in all honesty, that that drag showcase was the highlight of the weekend in mm -hmm. terms of TwitchCon itself. Um, and I think was definitely a talking point for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. You know, the Queens were wandering around elsewhere as well in, in full drag. So people were coming up to them, chatting to them, saying how amazing they were. Everyone we spoke to was like, how good was that yeah. drag showcase? That was the first um, thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so they did a, a brilliant job. Donut also had an extra panel or I guess event uh, which was some cake decorating, which I think most of us who were there were at. Um, yeah. We were able to decorate a cake. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like another friends meetup. We're like, yo, I know all these people here. And yeah, decorating a cake with cocks. Of course. Mm. Um, well, I, I, I recreated your Edamote on mine. You did. It, looked it, did, like, it didn't come out very well. <laughs> it looked a bit like a cock at the start. And yeah, apparently mine, well, it, as soon as I realized that mine wasn't going to win, I was like, okay, I'm going to start eating it because I know that there's time running out. So I managed to eat three quarters of a cake in about 10 minutes. Which gave me a real sugar rush, gotta say. I bet. Mm. I bet. But you can see pictures of that. Uh, well, I'll be posting. I've posted lots and lots and lots of pictures. I kind of documented my entire journey from leaving the house to arriving home um, a few days later on Instagram. So if you go to my Instagram, Biggest Venus, click on the highlights um, of TwitchCon and you can just scroll through pretty much everything, including the donor cakes, including, including your cake uh, and various other things that we've spoken about. You also got to meet the one, the only, Lady Dimitrescu. I did. i almost forgotten about that. Um, yeah, there was um, a trans cosplayer who was wandering around as Lady D, um, who I think wasn't, her heels weren't actually that high. She was genuinely just really, <laughs> really? tall. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, uh, I think uh, Amanda and, and a couple of other people have said like, oh my God, Ed, you need to go, you need to find her. And then I saw her. So I ran around and everyone kind of just walked up and had a nice picture with her, um, stood next to her. And I just walked up and was like, will you step on me? And she was like, absolutely. Um, so I kind of knelt next to her and she goes, you're going to have to get lower than that. So, like, all right. So I properly lay on the floor. <laughs> she stepped on me. It was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That was great. What, was like, what was the music as well? Was the crowd of people around me also taking pictures like, ah, look at that idiot on the floor being stepped on. And I was like, like why is no one else asking for this? Yeah. And they're like, and then like, they'll load the pictures. Everyone's like, yeah, that's that guy from Eurogamer. No, sorry. That's the guy from swapping joysticks. I can't believe he's done that. Yeah. I just looked over and you were it on is the now floor. My tweet. Yeah. I looked over and you were on the floor. I was like, okay, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> Cause that's when we were meeting a bunch of people that uh, we'd known. Um, yeah, just looking, just looking through a few of the um, pictures as well. Yeah, there was the... Um, went up to the Twitch Partner Lounge. It was very hot up there. 
Um, but there was a guy there who works for Twitch. He's in the partnership in Scandinavia, the Scandinavian Partnerships Division, who I've known for years and years and years and years, like literally since 2017. And um, yeah, I got to meet him because I, for people that know or don't know, um, one when I first started out, I was very heavily involved in the Norwegian Thunderboys community and got to know loads and loads of Norwegian uh, friends through there. And he actually got them partnered as well as somebody else through there. In fact, there's a couple of people that I know through there. So, yeah, just being able to see people like that that I've known for well over five years for the first time and just have a good old chat in person, have a few pictures, was awesome. And also, I was standing there, I was standing there just like walking around and the co-founder of Twitch was just wandering around like aimlessly. Not aimlessly. That's, <laughs> I'm going to get banned if I say that, aren't I? Uh, no, he was just wandering around like... You could have probably grabbed him, but I didn't realize until he'd walked past me who he was. But he was just kind of walking around with a drink in his hand, just looking around, seeing who was there. It was, uh, yeah, Carl, I, I, you know, I appreciate that. I think what we should say as well is that the real highlight of TwitchCon was meeting everyone. Oh, you know, I mean, that's the number one. the first one. time in, you know, years of, that we've had the opportunity to. And there were so many of us who have never met in person and were finally able to meet. And that just made the whole thing worth it. Yeah. You know, no matter what TwitchCon itself was like, um, if some of the panels were disappointing or, you know, the con was maybe a bit shallow, it was still really fun to go to. And it was incredible to finally just meet everyone. That was the number one reason to go. There were some other reasons as well, like not necessarily reasons, but things that I didn't, wasn't there planning for, but I got some incredible... <laughs> Um, careers advice from a couple of people and had some really great conversations um, about various features that we're planning, which I'll tell you about at some point soon. But like, yeah, the number one reason any of us in this community anyway, um, were there is just to finally meet each other after what we've gone through with the pandemic, which is still ongoing, as many people have found out, um, is just like, yeah, like my mental health just took a huge leap this uh, this weekend. I'm very very social. I one of the that's one of the reasons why I twitched because I was living in Barcelona in a little village. Uh, well, I say village, it was a city, a small city outside of Barcelona, and didn't really have any friends there. And I started streaming because I I was like craving so to you know social interaction with people, and yeah, being able to then meet people, meet so so many people after yeah, years and years and years of getting to know them was so special. Absolutely. And I had a little tear in my eye when I left. Aww. Then my sun cream got in it and it went, made it really painful. Then I looked uh, like I was <laughs> even more. And there's, we've even got Rosie Rabbit in the chat who is somebody I've known. I mean, I can just bring up when, when does she follow? September 2017. Which, uh, yeah, so some people have known for years and years and years and years. Uh, Rosie says, when I found Ben, he was talking to himself. A little social butterfly. Yeah, when Rosie found me, I was just me. It was just me. I'm um, you know, streaming to to my bot. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And now we get to walk around and you get your partner badge and we can meet everyone and just hang out. Mm. It's just the best feeling. It really was. And I've taken a video as well of little tour of the conference uh center and i will speed it up because it's 20 minutes long 
Um, so if anybody wanted to know what it was like inside the con, I will post that. Well, I think it'd be nice if he edited it. Edited Ed, it edited a little. It. Oh, I will Ed, edit it a bit. Edited it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it'll still be one move, you know, one... And maybe put some sound effects on so you can't hear our chat as we go around. Yeah, <laughs> you you said something rather rude about those Minecraft streamers that were uh, at the meet I and greet. I would never do that, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, so we'll get that and and uh, and and pop all your all your pictures in Discord. Yes, um, and we'll if, we'll we'll find a way of putting those all together so that everyone can reminisce. Honestly, if anybody hasn't seen it already, but uh, in the Discord we've got the um, TwitchCon photo dump where everybody was just posting um, stuff from uh, from the TwitchCon, like as they were. You can literally scroll back to well, like Wednesday, Thursday. Um, and just go through and see everybody who's documented their time with pictures. And also Moni's, yeah, Moni has qu uh, quite a few folders of people's photos from it. Nincompoot Simon says, uh, I was so happy meeting people. I ran up to some people like a happy golden retriever. <laughs> I think all of us were just puppies for the weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Moss says, uh, I'd leave the rude commentary in, but that's me. <laughs> You know, to be honest, it wasn't anything That's ruder than what he's just said on this podcast. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I may have used a four-letter word that Ooh. I won't repeat on Twitter. He said, "Arse." <laughs> uh, um, but then we had an extra day on Monday to uh, to go around Amsterdam. Yeah, we're trying. What did we do on Saturday night? Um, we okay. Well, we oh, went yeah. first to the um, press party, which was in Central. Um, do you think of that? A few, a few of the ambassadors were there. Uh, so we got chatting to Ready Set Ben and Mia and Radders. And they made um, you an accidental cocktail that was actually really, really nice. It was very nice. Mm. Um, so that was nice. And we met some of the Twitch team. And then we went across to a party that was put together by Kepler Interactive, um, which looks after a number of different developers. Um, and that was more of a sort of industry type uh, meetup. Um, but again, like Cassie was there, Ebonix was there. Ben came with us. Dona was there. Luke Boogie was there. Mm -hmm. um, Dona was great. I just sat there because this was after the drag showcase. So I was like, Dona, you were amazing. And then five minutes later, Dona, that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, that's pretty much how most of the conversations were going. Yeah. So that was nice. And finally, we had a bit of food and some more free drinks. Oh, yeah. I found um, some chips. I don't know where they, they were just kind of like stuck somewhere near the back. So I went and grabbed everybody some. Yeah, they weren't being handed um, out by the way. I just grabbed them and you ate them. Oh, nice. So, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I hope it was mayonnaise that you put on them. Um, yeah. And then we were aiming to meet everyone else central, but unfortunately, it is impossible to get an Uber in Amsterdam. Who yeah. knew? What Who is knew? it? I don't understand. Apparently, does do they use something different? I think there is a different app that tends to be used more often. But all we had was drivers getting two minutes away and then cancelling. Two minutes away and cancelling. Um, hey, no. So yeah, Mr. Wibble says, now your rating is just met. Well, interestingly enough, the, on Friday night, we were trying to get an Uber and it took for Ed forever to get one. And then I just went on and got one immediately because my rating is 4.96. Oh, so let's see if it, oh, was it 4.93? And how often do you use Uber? Not very often. In fact, shall I, shall I check well, and see go. if I've... Not that I use it that often. Shall I see if it's uh, gone down this after the weekend? Yeah, like, Ugh, bloody foreigners. I'm on... Bad rating. Oh, I'm 4.94. That means it's gone down Oh, you've gone down. Why, how can it go? How can it go down? Four point nine four. Is that good though? I don't know. You can get boat tickets. 
Oh yeah, the Uber boat in uh, London, isn't there? Mm. Mm. So um, so yeah, Ubers were hard. So we ended up basically getting an Uber. We're thinking, let's just rather than going into town and then back out again, let's just head back to the hotel. It and was that, already super late. And they picked that up quickly. I think it's because it was a more expensive journey. Maybe that was why. Probably, yeah. Mm. Probably. But I, the thing is, I think where we were, it was probably only a 20 to 25 minute walk to where we needed to get to. But it's just, you know, a, a city at night, I'm... I never feel particularly safe, especially mm. if it's somewhere. I mean, I wouldn't in London that I know, but even somewhere I don't know, even if it's a safish city and smaller, I wouldn't want to risk that. Yeah, Money says, you basically stood us up, you cunts. Wow, Money. It wasn't um, that no. bit. I mean, it was like, what, one o'clock or so, or nearly half one. And we're like, well, if we go and pay for a, an Uber to get into town, 10 pounds, whatever, or 10 euros, then what if they're there for like an hour and then we have to start, you know, wait again for an Uber all the way back home because there's no way you can walk back to the hotel from there. So it would have, but then end, people ended up staying out till about 3 or 4 a.m. But then on Sunday, we were as fresh as daisies, if that's a phrase. Exactly. And therefore we could enjoy Sunday without being hungover. Exactly. We are sensible. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, after the con on Sunday, we... Well, we went and checked into a different hotel. We had a nice fish meal. Yeah, so um, interesting enough, we were invited... fish platter. A, a bunch of... Because we were going and checking in the hotel, we separated from the main group. And I was like, well, don't worry, we will come and see you. We'll come... When, we're not going to, like, disappear again like we did on Saturday. Um, but we were... Man, was like, come to this vegan restaurant. Um... And instead, we went to a steak restaurant, and they said that um, they were closing. They were closing, so we went next door to the fish restaurant. <laughs> we gave a right middle finger to the vegan restaurant. We did have a massive platter of sea of, of fish and seafood that was amazing. To be fair, it was really um, really nice. So that was nice. And we but had then we nice went little, and we got and drinks with everyone, which was which was really lovely. And had a nice little chat with the, the. I had a chat with a waiter about Max Verstappen, which was uh, fun. You were so awkward when I was having a sports talk with the waiter. I was not awkward. I understood everything that was said. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've seen Drive to Survive. <laughs> <laughs> How very dare! <laughs> yeah, and then we had a great time that uh, yeah that night. And yeah, walk like being around. Amsterdam, it's just beautiful. We went on the boat tour. The boat tour. We did, which was which was lovely. And in I've done, I think I've done two boat tours now in Amsterdam. And there is the best way to see the city. Like you get to go around, you can see so much of it um, from the canals, which is amazing. It's just that on the hottest day, <laughs> that thing turns out is covered uh, mostly uh, and literally like just floating around in a greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, in a plastic greenhouse sweating on these fake leather seats <laughs> and then every now and again like you would have 20 minutes of no breeze whatsoever then the boat would turn and you get a little bit of a breeze because of the angle it hit the wind for about a minute or two and then it would just disappear again and you just sat there sweating and i had this pale blue shirt on that was not forgiving but luckily like as soon as i got off the boat well, as soon as you got off the boat you were like oh actually it's not really 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 hot so your body then cools off and there's no sweat but they yeah. were very yeah. very very uh yeah but it was very genuinely warm. like one of the best ways to see the city like they're they're great to go around and it was it was i think it was only like 10 euros or something yeah and no so, money yeah. paid for it because money money 
Um, so yeah. Oh yes, the plus one picture. Thank you, Gary, for those masks. For those who didn't know, um, Ed went up to the room to get something, and when he came down, about sixteen of us were all wearing Ed masks with a little plus one. It was an amazing picture. Go to my Instagram. It'll probably be up by now. I'll just go and look on the highlights. But there's a very unimpressed Ed sitting down with like 16 if people. If you can spot me. Yeah, if, see you if you can, can spot me. It's literally the same face. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It was huge. Yeah, it was a huge picture in my head. Um, so yeah, then we had a nice wander around the city with Moni, took lots of bridge pictures. Um, we had some lovely Stroopwafels and some lovely cocktails. Stroopwafels. It's big, massive, freshly made. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, it was lovely. Just a really, really lovely little extra day. It is a beautiful city, and we didn't do any like museums or any tourist things, so that just gives me enough of a reason to go back, which I definitely will. Yes, it's a well, really... I mean, our our Euro star was was journey back was interesting. Yeah, I was about to say it's a um, really easy journey just to <laughs> you know to get there and back on the Euro star. Really easy. It's just two trains literally from where I live. Hmm. So what happened also... on the journey back? <laughs> um, well, it was all going smoothly. There was no one sat in front of us. We had legroom um, until Rotterdam, where some people got on. Um, the um, the poor woman in the cafe was really struggling uh, because the Wi-Fi is really spotty um, in and out of all the going through different countries in and out of all the tunnels. So um, she was trying to use the card reader and it just the queue was all the way around of people trying to pay and she just couldn't get people to pay. Uh, so that took forever to get food. Um, and then we had to do an extra stop in Brussels because there was a technical fault with the train. Now, whether she just had enough and was like, done with this Wi-Fi, get a new train, or whether <laughs> it was the heat, or whether it was something else, but we had to have an extra spot, uh, an extra stop in Brussels. And this is karma. We had to get off and literally change train. And the guy basically on the tannoy was like, oh, uh, we're going to come into platform one, um, so you'll need to swap to the train on platform one. Everyone was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then it came back again and was like, so you're going to come into platform two, so you need to swap to the train on platform one. <laughs> we were like, definitely get it. He just kept repeating out. it. He's like, yeah, it was going constantly like, so yeah, so, you know, he'd like, say one thing and then repeat himself by saying the opposite. And you're like, well, which one is it? And then there was people <laughs> in, the, in the carriage going like, well, is it one? Is it two? Um, and we, we were have... hoping that they'd be right next to each other on platforms, but no, no, you got off this side and had to walk all the way around, like down to the plane and we were back up again. Mm. Uh, train, sorry. All but, the way back up to get on it again. But I think this was karma because the I don't know if people had heard, but apparently this was on the news like around the world as well. Schiphol Airport or Schiphol Airport has been horrendous. Like not only have a bunch of flights been cancelled over the last few weeks, but they have had four hour queues for people to get through security and like boarding. It has been a nightmare. So we were just, we were gloating most of the weekend, being like, oh, glad we didn't go by plane. Glad we didn't go by well, it plane. Wasn't so much, it wasn't so much gloating. As just really? oh, I'm I'm relieved. Yes, that at least we didn't book that. Um, so hopefully our journey will be easier. Mm. Um, but yeah, we had this extra change in Brussels, and then before. Oh, who do we see? No, by the way, who did we see on the train? Oh, Dona and Dona's partner. 
hood owner had to open up their entire bag and because the um, security were looking for their scissors in their makeup and apparently just yeah. like went through all their luggage and then was like, okay, now you go and put all that back together and go. Yeah. Um, Jess is asking what the cost difference was. The train honestly was was cheaper than the plane when, was it? when we were looking. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was about 220 or something like that, 215, I think. Around that. Mm. Um, then we had an extra stop at Lille because you just do on the way back, apparently. Um, <laughs> and then just before we got into the tunnel um, between France and the UK, there was suddenly a tannoy of, um, this is an urgent request. Is there a doctor on board? <laughs> it was like, Uh-oh. what the fuck? I like, thought this was during happened? the tunnel because it was dark. I'm pretty sure that was... Or like, maybe it was during the tunnel. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, what's um, happening on the, on the actual tunnel? Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh no, what's happened? Why is there a doctor? Why, why do they need a doctor? So everyone's like looking to see, like, is anyone yeah, running it was the down next, the aisle? Like, but it was the next carriage from <laughs> us. So ev- it was the next carriage from us. So everybody was like, and we couldn't see anything, yeah. unfortunately. And then about 10 well, minutes later, there was another one of, um, are there any diabetics on board? Because they could they please bring their insulin or like medication with them? And everyone's like, oh no, someone's had like, someone's had an experience. And then um, uh, like and a couple pe- of people yeah. like, like with the little lunch boxes. The <laughs> yeah, with their, with their uh, injections in them. Um, and so then basically once we got into the UK, it was like, right, we've got to do an emergency stop at an extra station. We had to wait for an ambulance to arrive. Um, and we did see this poor woman being taken off in a, in a wheelchair. Um, so I do hope that she's all right. Um, but that was, it's pretty frightening when you're sat on a train and suddenly it's like, is there a doctor on board? You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because, and obviously with the UK being as shite as it is where with funding the NHS, we had to wait like 30 minutes for an ambulance. I mean, there's a whole train, the whole Eurostar. Like 15, Ben. Isn't it 30? We're about 15 minutes at the station. They'd obviously called ahead, so it probably took... 30, that's exactly what total. I was... Exactly. It was yeah, there, yeah. We were there longer than 15. It, we were there a while. We'll say 23. Me in the middle. Sure. Pick a number. But we were... Yeah. But, yeah, no, they... Well, I thought they would... It would already be there. Because it was quite a while from, like, is there a doctor on board to us actually arriving at the station. Apparently they have. Oh, different, that was a while, yeah. Yeah, apparently we do have. There's a priority list, and apparently it's like within. They need to be there within 20, 25 minutes or so if it's priority one. And apparently, an emergency on a train um, is priority one. I mean, it's obviously that person needs help, but also there's a whole train full of people that need to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the poor guy, the guy opposite us, was trying to get up to Birmingham, so he needed a connecting train, so he was panicking about it and then there was so he was Dutch and there was a Dutch um young young woman opposite me uh who was who was laughing about our chat about ambulances and the poor NHS and yeah stuff like that and then we set off again and finally got to St Pancras but I'll let you take this one so yeah we were just pulling up <laughs> and as we were pulling up well, not really pulling up. It was about five, ten minutes away from uh, from some Pancras. And a girl, a young girl, she must have been like 20, 21, uh, young blonde, like just stood up and was like, can I have everyone's attention, please? I'm like, okay. And then goes, has everybody been having a great time? Has everybody had their great journeys? Um, I'd just like to say, you know, we need to be so thankful for what we've got. There's a young, there's a woman who might have 
died tonight. And I want us to put our hands up and celebrate and accept Jesus into our lives. And, oh my God, yeah. And started preaching about Jesus to a bunch of people that were very tired, had changed trains, we'd made unscheduled stops, various things like this. And she's like, can I see a show of hands? Can I see a show of hands? Ed, uh, what hand did you put up? That one, yes. <laughs> Ed put up a hand, uh, for those on the podcast, uh, prominently showing uh, a certain finger, and it wasn't the thumb. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, no, I, it wasn't a dare. It was genuinely somebody <laughs> so who was... It's the, it's the way she was like, please put your hands up, and I literally just put that, like, really slowly yeah, it was up like... above the seat. <laughs> and you were like, no, Ed, and I was like, yeah, I was like, well, well, take well, my well, finger. Oh God, Ed. Yeah. Um, I'm, that I'm finger's mine. Sure Ed said, not on my atheist train. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think when we were waiting um, at uh, Amsterdam, um, there were, I heard some people talking about like Bible readings and stuff. So I think she was probably from that group. Oh God, and yes, they, they were. Been, yeah, so I think she was probably from there. So I think it was completely sincere. So it was a bunch of, uh, yeah. Well, is that Jehovah's Witness or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, because a person was saying like, blah, 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 about, oh, I'm going to include this in my sermon. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I just mean, the fuck up. look, if, if you're, if you know. Don't push your religion onto be, other people. Be religious. Do what you want. That's great. But when everyone is super tired and just wants to get home, do not start preaching to a pack train of really tired, hot people. Don't preach to a people who don't want to be preached to in a place where they can't leave. <laughs> just yeah i mean people go oh god yeah what but like can you imagine the reaction if it was somebody from a different faith well exactly so just you know shut the fuck up let people live their lives how they want to Ex fuck off again <laughs> Whipple says this is where you bring out the rainbow flag and wave it in their face i think i might have shouted i'm gay i'm going to hell anyway at one point yeah i think you but said i don't that. know if anyone heard me yeah <laughs> i heard that uh, but yeah, when she started to stop, people were just, yeah, you could hear people not very happy with her. Just like, oh, sit down. Yeah. And then we got off the train at St. Pancras and then there's a, then a long wait for trains back in the UK because of the heat wave, all the trains are delayed and the tracks are screwed. So like a 20 minute journey took us well over an hour to get back home. Hmm. So we got home a lot later than we had intended to, which was... Uh, yeah. yeah. Despite all of that, it was only like an hour or two late in the end. <laughs> it was just a very, very eventful journey. Yeah. Yeah, because luckily there was a, got... when we changed train, there was a train already waiting there, so we just had to quickly get off and on again. We've got a whole like 23 pounds of compensation that is a voucher we can use on another journey. Which is like... That's why I tried that. Put my ticket number in. It was like, please enter your ticket number. And I was like... And it, so I put it in. I was like, no, please enter your ticket number. I was like, it's literally there. You say you want six digits. You've told me where to find it. I've put that exact thing in there. There's no spaces or anything like that in it. This is exactly what you've asked me for. And you're still asking me for the ticket number. But that was on my phone. So I, I might try it on desktop and see if it's any better. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did it on desktop. It worked completely fine. Mm. And then it's like you're entitled to like 23 quid or something. Yeah. And they just send you a voucher that you can, there's a code. I mean, it's got a year on it, but you can you can take that off a future journey. Yeah. So whoop, whoop. let's get back to Amsterdam again and then Please. we can meet up with everyone again. And rather than do TwitchCon, we can just all hang out in Amsterdam 
Yes. And have a wonderful time. Big shout out, speaking of Amsterdam, hanging out and nights out and stuff in Amsterdam. A huge shout out to Marge Mello, who performed not only incredibly well at the uh, drag showcase, but also at a bar. Uh, what was the bar? Yes. I can't remember the bar, but a, a uh, bar. Taboo. Taboo, yeah. And it was, you can see how, I mean, you could see how talented they were in the drag showcase, but in like the place where they thrive, which is in like quite a small crowded bar, they just had everybody lapping it up. Yeah. Also with the proper version of Pussycat Dolls React, because at the TwitchCon, they couldn't use the originals because of DMCA. Mm. So they were all cover versions instead. And but she have... got to do it with the proper version, which was and, nice. And yesterday, and I've had that song yes. in my head. And how many times <laughs> yesterday did you play it? I might have had it on repeat all day, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I guess I was like, okay, I'm going to go into the living room for a bit. And you just started playing it. And I was like, okay, I like this song. Yeah, it's a good song. Then I went to the living room and I could hear it for like a good few hours. You have that on repeat. It's a great song. Yeah. I mean, I like songs and I'll listen to them maybe six or seven times. But I mean, three hours is quite a lot to be playing one song. So you do six or seven hours. I will do no, six, six or, or seven, seven times. times. Oh, I'll six do like six or seven days of one song on repeat until I'm so sick of it. I can't stand it anymore. But I have to just listen to that one song and just get completely obsessed with it. That's why you know all the lyrics to songs. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, well, we know what's going to be top of your uh, Spotify most played at the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. Um, and how was the other drag performer uh, at the night? Because there were there were a few, but we didn't get to see all of them. Oh. Um, but how was the other one that we saw, Ben? Well, the other one reminded me a bit of you. Uh, so they were doing these amazing moves, you know, getting down on the floor very wow. quickly. And then she walked I didn't get on the floor very quickly. And then she walked along the bar. And as she got to the end of the bar... Uh, lifted her leg up to do like a standing split and wasn't wearing anything under her skirt. Oh. Well, except for, um, there was like a little, you know, if anybody's ever seen the crystal maze. So when you're in the crystal maze, you, you have to go, <laughs> you know, I'm going with this. You have to do a little challenge and you get the crystal at the end, which is like this little small, uh, glass ball, <laughs> but it's like a crystal. Um, she seemed to have, I've got one of those and she was clenching it between her butt cheeks. Um, but then when she lifted her leg up, it didn't fall out. That's got a butt plug, Ben. <laughs> God's sakes. She had a butt plug up there. And she was doing a whole, she did a whole performance, dance routine and everything with a little, you know, you know, little kind of, with you a know, butt plug. With a, up yeah, her ass. a wine stopper. Just say, just say what it is, Ben. It's a butt plug up her ass. Yeah, she had a butt plug up her ass. Before. Gl- she she lifted her leg and it glinted in the lights. Yes. <laughs> it was quite something. It was, uh, yeah. It was excellent. I had, it was very entertaining. Yours doesn't have the little thing on the end. <laughs> I don't own one. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, that's some Gwyneth Paltrow goop ass shit. Not ass shit. <laughs> that would fire. There was no ass shit. What if, well, you fart? what if you fart and you end up like taking someone's eye out? <laughs> you don't fart in the middle of a performance. Uh, uh, mm. Well, unless you'd have lifted a leg farther than it was. Oh my God. Just imagine doing that on like a dartboard and managed to get it right. Oh, that would have been a talent. <laughs> wow. Uh, drag, go see your local drag shows. They are the best. <laughs> Support local drag queens. Yes. <laughs> And see people with butt plugs. Oh. You speak for yourself. I'll be crop dusting all you hoes, says Rosie. 
Went to a drag show, lost the night. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be my drag name, Rosie Rabbits. <laughs> uh, went to a drag show, lost an eye. <laughs> surely, surely someone's got rabbits in Wales in their drag name. Mm. Rosie Rabbits. Surely. Yeah, that'll be my drag name, Rosie Rabbits. <laughs> Rosie Rabbits gave me pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, this is happening. Yeah, this is going around. Uh, the Ben, yeah. This- so that was that was Amsterdam. So yeah, that is Amsterdam. To be honest, I was expecting worse after you know his stories about Amsterdam. But uh, yeah, so we'll have to go back. I need to. Uh, yeah, like I went and clicked through a bunch of the stories to make sure I didn't miss anything. But I don't think I- I've only uploaded pictures from the first day, like the Friday. So there's a bunch of other ones. But yeah. There's a great picture, a great meme picture where Moni is uh, giving me the finger and you're going, Ur! which you'll have to check out. It's uh, it's very meme-y. Um, yeah, and we also we had a beautiful self, well, self, no, a beautiful photo of loads of us near the TwitchCon logo and some arsehole decided to uh, crash it. So I hope that person uh, caught, you know, everything at the con. And had a shit day. Had a really, really bad day. Um, but yeah, I'm just quickly looking at it. Yeah, we went to the... We didn't go to the sex museum. Apparently that was bad. Well, I think Sonny went. Um, I mean, I've done it twice and it's quite fun to have Not a sex. picture with... Oh. Yeah, I've done sex twice. Um, <laughs> and it's quite fun to have a picture with the big cock. Um, <laughs> but also there's the sex Let's talk museum. about the music, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, I mean, it's just a load of, like, porn through the ages. It's mm. all right. It's quite funny. But Are you a fan of it's vintage? Not, it's not insightful. Are you a fan of vintage? Why not? Mm. Well, when you say vintage, are we talking, like, 70s porn moustache or are we talking Greeks? No, like, yeah, 70s. Greeks fucking on an urn. Oh, yeah. 60s, 70s. 70s, Tash? Sure. No, because things like, when it's, like, 70s, you're, like, Mm, that pro- person's probably like 80 now and it kind of ruins it why would you think about that because you're like well you know aren't you in the moment appreciating them there in the moment with their mustaches and hairy bushes yeah no it doesn't that doesn't really do anything for me it doesn't do anything for you no okay. sure <laughs> no not a fan of mustaches um but yeah so that was twitchcon so ed what have you been playing uh this week <laughs> That's for next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time, because we have been playing some things I was playing a bit of, which I will play more of. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Divinity Original Sin on Switch. When I say a bit, 20 no, minutes. No, you didn't. You played the training part, died and thought, fuck this, and no. switched off your Switch and then sat on your phone for the rest of the journey. No, I got I got past the training part. I did get past it. I did, did die. You? I did die three times in the training area. I just kept getting too close to the to the um, oil when setting things on fire. Um, but yeah, no, I will play that. And you obviously have played some Triangle Strategy, which will which is also a bed game. It's there. Oh. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll talk about that next week. But um, it's uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Excellent. All right. Well, that was our TwitchCon. Check out um my Instagram, Twitter. 
all the socials and Ed's as well. Um, there will be more stuff being posted from the weekend. Because Ed's got loads of pictures as well that he hasn't uploaded. Or I think he has uploaded now, but hasn't been published yet. So, um, yeah, go and keep your eye out for those. If you say so. Hmm. Not all of them. All right. So, Ed, how can we find you? Uh, you can oh. find me on... I was going to, actually, before the I was going to have, like, questions from the chat. Because I did see a great question oh. earlier. I thought if anyone's got any questions, feel free to ask. Someone said, oh, like, yeah. who's the best hugger? AMA. Who's the best hugger? Ooh. Um, Moni, Moni was a good squeeze, but I did also run up to her and say, hello, you little Austrian bitch, and then squeeze her, um, which I think she appreciated. Um, Amanda is a very good hugger. Um, and Nincompoop is also a very good hugger. Mm, yeah, Nincompoop is. I think mine would be party squads because it's so nice being able to hug someone like my height. It was wow, brilliant. And it's very rare that happens. It's weird. Yeah. One day I'll hug someone who's taller than me, like much taller than me, and then I can see what uh, whether well, what's that's like. Cause party squads is. We believe a tiny bit taller. <gasps> Although I think he had heels on. So not quite sure. There is a photo though where I'm much taller and I like that. <laughs> um but yeah, if anybody has any other questions, let us know from the uh, from the con. Uh but if not, we will call it a night and we're not gonna be doing any gaming afterwards uh today. We're gonna save that for next it week. Is Far too hot to be yeah. sitting on on screen with the lights. I've got two computers turned on right now. <laughs> got my streaming PC. I'm a main one. I'm dying to turn one of them off. But yeah, well, I think that's it. Uh, Stray has just come out as well. So um, I imagine we'll be talking about that next week. Yes, I, I'm going to stream Stray um, next week, next Tuesday. Um, so I think lots of people are already streaming it. I saw earlier it was the fourth most watched category on Twitch um, above loads of others. It was like 70,000 viewers at one point. Wow. Um, so Stray is incredibly popular, but it only came out yesterday. It's getting great um, reviews. It's getting great reviews, and also it's getting a lot of attention from pets. So there are lots of very fun tweets <laughs> of cats watching Stray. I really need to play it where my parents' dog is because... She goes crazy at the TV whenever there's like anything that's an animal on there. So a cat walking around and meowing. It, yeah, she will be just, yeah, you'll be unplayable. Like my mum has had to stop watching a certain TV program because there's loads of animals on it. And like Millie just goes nuts and starts barking and jumping at the screen. She can't watch it. Just steal her and bring her back. Yeah. Oh, final question. Huffle says, uh, what was your favorite experience of it all? Hmm. Yeah, it was just me. It was meeting people, definitely. Yeah, like I mean, I'm not just saying my... that for the <laughs> for the sake of it. Like, you know, it was just so nice meeting everybody. That was the genuine thing. Yeah, like I think the for the best bit of the con for me was the drag showcase, um, for both the performers, but also just the general atmosphere of like being there in that moment was really fun. Um, but yeah, the whole thing of the weekend was was literally just meeting everyone for the first time and getting those hugs. Yeah. Yeah. So check out the video that will go up at some point of the walk around with uh, with some music over the top. 
so you can't hear Ed swearing at people. All right. So, Ed, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter at Ed underscore Knights with an N. And, uh, are you writing? Am I right in thinking that you've got a couple of articles on TwitchCon coming up at some point? I do. Ooh. So keep an eye on Eurogamer. Um, I'll be doing some writing. As always. And well, I've already done one as well, which is on the new charity uh, feature. Um, so Twitch have now launched Twitch Charity, uh, which uh, is in beta at the moment, US only, just for a few streamers, but it will be made worldwide soon. And it's basically a sort of inbuilt um, tool where you can do charity streams directly from your dashboard. Um, so you can select your charity and then collect donations, um, not from bits and subs. I may have got that wrong in the story and I changed it, but uh, you can collect money from donations directly um, in your in your stream and it's all done through PayPal. So they're really pushing charity streams, which is nice, but there will be more from TwitchCon specifically in the next couple of days. Excellent. All right, Nate, you can find me at twitch.tv slash biggestbenus and biggestbenus1 on the old Twitter. Uh, and YouTube, biggestbenus, TikTok, biggestbenus, I think. Or my big Benus, no, biggestbenus. Yeah, you'll just go to biggestbenus.com. There's some links on there. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for watching. We will be back next Thursday. So we are recording this on a Wednesday to, uh, just this week. But next week, we will be back on Thursday. I don't think we have any plans, do we? I don't think so. <laughs> Um, so I doubt it'll probably working. No. no. Brilliant. Okay, so I'll see you next week. Be there. Be there. Or, or die. get fucked. Swapped. Yes, swapped. Get fucked. Wow. <laughs>